Welcome to Talks at Stellenbosch Uni, Stellenbosch University's podcast where we talk about current topics and innovative research done at the university. Here's your host, Roseanne Engel. Today we are joined by Dr. Masala Espenasi. She is a postdoctoral researcher at Stellenbosch University with a strong interest in disease ecology and wildlife conservation. Her current research investigates the influence of nest types and their associated microclimatic conditions on ectoparasite populations in African penguins in South Africa. Thank you, Dr. Masala, for joining us today. Thank you very much for inviting me, and I'm, I'm very excited about um, showing some of the, of the facts and results of our research. So let's start off by what interested you in doing research on African penguins? Uh, well, it has been a very long journey um, for me in conservation um, because uh, I started being interested in conservation since I was a very little girl. I'm from the Chilean Patagonia in, in the south of Chile. And uh, I always, uh, well, I was surrounded by all the nature and the beauty, uh, but there, there was not so much knowledge back then um, about um, the biodiversity that we had in the south of Chile and the animals. So I was always very concerned and, and, and very curious about uh, the animals especially, but conservation of biodiversity in general. And then um, I, I started veterinary medicine because I love animals. So it's not only the penguins, but it's more um, the animals in, 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 in general, uh, but always trying to give it a focus on conservation. So then when I came to South Africa to further my studies, um, I did first a master's and then I was lucky enough to uh, get involved in this project, specifically with African penguins. Um, it could have been with any other animal. To be honest, it could have been with a zebra or a giraffe, <laughs> but I was lucky that it was African penguins because then I discovered the, the work with the penguins, uh, which is a whole area of expertise. Uh, there are so many people working um, in different uh, threats that are facing the penguins. And, and you can see all the effort and the love that they put into their work. So um, it was a whole discovery, not only working with the penguins, but also with the people that are related to penguin conservation. So uh, I basically started working with the penguins when this PhD project started in 2016. And what exactly does your research entail at issue? So the research, um, um, among all the threats that the penguins experience, particularly the diseases and the parasites um, were not completely studied uh, for the penguins in their natural habitats. So many of the, of the, or much of the information that we have on the parasites and diseases come from penguins in captivity. Okay, so um, I don't know if you and the people listening know about uh, SANCOP, the South African um, the, the, the rehabilitation center that work with uh, seabirds in Cape Town and also in the Eastern Cape. So much of the knowledge about parasites come from the penguins in captivity that they have. So they have produced lots of information, but as I said, with penguins in captivity. So we were curious about knowing what is happening with the parasites in the wild, with the penguins 
in the colonies. So that's why, why we started the project. Um, and then um, the, the, um, besides of uh, knowing what is the diversity of parasites associated with African penguins in the wild, we wanted to know what variables or what factors were affecting those loads of parasites at the different colonies. So then the project started and I was lucky enough to visit different colonies along the west, the west um, coast of South Africa. I visited um, three islands, Dassin Island, Robben Island and Dyer Island and two mainland colonies, the, um, the Boulder's Beach colony in Simonstown and Stony Point. And um, the project, um, before, before going in, into the project itself, I wanted to know that um, I worked with, uh, um, with different people in this project. Um, my main supervisor was Dr. Sonia Mathieu in the conservation ecology department. Um, then I had the support of Professor Kang Ui in the mathematical department. And then Lauren Waller, who is a penguin specialist that was working in Cape Nature back back then, but now she's in Sankom. So I was supported by people from different areas of expertise. And, and that made the project very strong. Um, I started visiting the colonies in 2016 and I collected data there. And in 2017, I, uh, because it's focused on parasites, I had to collect parasites from the penguins and their nests. So I had to um, brush the plumage, uh, the, all the feathers of the, of the, of the penguins to extract uh, external parasites such as ticks and fleas. Uh, I had to draw blood to assess the, the blood parasites and also a general health parameters such as the hematocrit, the protein in the blood. I had to record uh, physical characteristics of the penguins so I could record uh, body mass and body condition. Um, I also assess microenvironmental factors in the colony. So I gather data from precipitation, temperature, density of the nests. And I also collected parasites from the nest, so the ectoparasites, fleas and ticks that live with the penguins in the nests, um, and environmental factors, microenvironmental factors within the nest, so temperature and humidity in each one of the nests, uh, the type of nests, because in, the, in, in some of the colonies, the penguins are using not only natural nests, but also artificial nests. Um, those are man-made um, nests that are provided by people in the colonies, made from fiberglass or cement and even wood. And I assess different characteristics of these nests. So position within the colony, the opening um, of, of the nest, and all these can affect uh, ectoparasite loads. So I, I was relating all these environmental factors to the loads of parasites that I found on the penguins and in their nests. And what exactly does the parasites do to uh, the African penguins or just the survival of animal species in general? What, what is it that your research has found so far about these parasites and its effect on these animals? 
Yeah, so parasites, um, I think they have a very bad reputation in general, but parasites are important components of the ecosystem. So they, uh, they are not meant to uh, destroy populations of animals. They normally harm animals, but they provide services in, in this process. Now, when there is an overpopulation of parasites, it can be dangerous, especially in population of animals that are uh, at risk, such as the African penguins that have, uh, that have decreased their population and is an endangered species. So lo uh, large or high uh, abundance of parasites can have a de detrimental effect. And those detrimental effects can be direct. For example, they can um, produce um, stress on the animals, anemia, uh, destruction of the skin or internal organs by producing bleeding. Um, the, in birds, they can affect the reproductive performance of the animals, of the ad adults. And the adults can also uh, or they have seen that they can desert their nests and their cheeks uh, when they are overwhelmed with too many ectoparasites. Uh, the cheeks have also shown um, a decrease of growth uh, or, or the, the rate of growth is very slow when they are infected by parasites. And the parasites also exert an indirect effect by uh, transmitting pathogenic agents. So in the African penguins, for example, they can uh, transmit bacterial infections or protozoan infections. Um, some of the ectoparasites, such as ticks, can also, for example, transmit those, transmit those um, uh, pathogenic agents. So they represent a threat, but we didn't know what was the extent of the, of the danger, basically. So through this project, we found that some um, some colonies are facing maybe more, they are more, more at risk than other ones in terms of parasites. The parasites so far are not exerting a very strong effect on the penguins, but there are some relationships with some uh, environmental uh, factors. For example, colonies that have too many nests that are uh, in high density, they normally have more parasites and the parasites are parasitizing more the, the, the penguins. Then other, other colonies that are far north, farther north in the range of, of, of the distribution of the um, colonies that we sampled, such as Dassen Island, for example, those, co those penguins are highly parasitized and the body condition of the chicks are normally lower compared to the other colonies that we sampled. But there are many factors around the penguin colonies that might, that might be affecting uh, the penguins and the parasites. For example, the, the availability of, of fish, we know that is lower in the colonies farther, uh, uh, farther north compared to the ones farther south. Um, also, we found that other factors such as the presence of um, artificial nests also um, can increase the loads of parasites. So um, as I said before, in some of the colonies, there are different nest types, not only natural ones. The, that, that those are the typical ones that we see open where the penguins are nesting or covered with vegetation, but also artificial nests such as fiberglass. And those nests we found that are promoting lots of ectoparasites because they are normally creating a microclimate that promotes ectoparasite loads such as um, 
the high temperatures that they harbor or uh, they are no normally also drier. Uh, so these conditions also promote um, ectoparasite loads. So those are some of, of, of the findings that we that we have. There's going to be some people listening to this podcast and they might be wondering, okay, so how does this affect my life? Like, why should we care about the conservation of African penguins? And then what would you say to those people who might be thinking, how does this affect me and what, what can I do to maybe help in helping these penguins? Yeah, well, that's a very, very important uh, point. Actually, these are two different things. First, why should we care about the conservation of African penguins? And uh, African penguins are seabirds, and seabirds are some of the most threatened bird groups. African penguins are not the exception, and, and they have faced several threats. So historically, for example, the removal of guano, uh, which was the main substrate that the penguins used to build their nest, was removed from the islands, and that reduced immediately the habitat available for them to nest. Also, the collection of, egg, of eggs during the, also the, the beginning of the 1900s also affected the, the population of African penguins. Um, the presence of uh, natural predators such as kelp gull or cape for seal um, also can, can affect the, the numbers of penguins, but also more recent, the competition or the, the presence of introduced predators, and especially in the, in the, uh, in the mainland colonies. Um, probably some of, of the people listening have heard about um, the attacks of caracal or leopard in some of the mainland colonies that, that kills many of the penguins. So these are new threats that the penguins are experiencing. Um, then the competition with fisheries that affect the availability of fish, of prey, of, 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 uh, of the available for the penguins. Uh, this, this is sign as one of the, the main contributions to the decline of the African penguins. Um, also change of the distribution of the fish, pollution of the oceans such uh, with oil spills, uh, heat stress uh, of climate change, uh, so all these, these have contributed to the decline of the species. So at the beginning of the 1900s, the, uh, it is thought that there was about 1.5 to 3 million of breeding pairs of African penguins in, in their distribution in Southern Africa. And now the last counts in, in 2019 are just over 20,000 breeding pairs. So in between Namibia and South Africa. So the, the, the population has dramatically declined. And uh, in the last 30 years, it declined uh, about 60%. So that's why the population of African penguins is listed as endangered. And, and, then, and now all these factors affected this, this population. But um, African penguins as seabirds have important roles in the ecosystems. For example, they are known as health indicators, ecosystem health indicators, because they generally are on top of the, of the food chain. That's called uh, apex predators. They are top of the food chain. So many, they feed on many prey species. And any variation on the prey are reflected on the seabirds. 
Also, changes in the environment, such as pollution of the oceans, immediately affect these individuals. So we can see the health status of, of, of the environment by looking at the seabirds. Um, African penguins also contribute to the tourist industry, um, to the tourism around the, the colonies. So they are important source of employment and income for local businesses. And of course, African penguins are symbolic wildlife of South Africa. So there are many reasons why we should care about the penguins and, um, and realize that they are highly endangered. And what people can do, uh, I think it's important creating awareness of the threats facing uh, the species. So the fact that people are listening to this podcast is already a good sign but they can also read more about the threats and the current conservation status because there are there are some there's there are so many research researches going um, going on that are, that are being undertaken by so many people and there are so many articles and popular articles of this work. Another thing that people can do is avoiding plastics that this applies for any any seabird right because uh, the amount of plastic that we consume most of that finishes finishes in in the ocean so many seabirds um end up in in rehabilitation centers with plastic in their stomachs or around their necks and, and we can help to reduce that by reducing the amount of plastic that we consume um, if people consume fish also it's important to to get the fish from a sustainable source so where the, where the fish is caught in, in areas where the penguins are not feeding, for example. So we don't steal the fish from, from the penguins, basically. Um, and this is important because one of the major threats is the reduced availability of fish of the prey of the, of the penguins. And then another important thing that people can do is supporting the institutions and the organizations working for the conservation of African penguins. So NGOs, uh, institutions such as SUNCOB, um, BirdLife South Africa, Sandparks, Cape Nature, the Division of Environmental Affairs, they all work for the conservation of the penguins. And if people can visit their, their exhibition centers, volunteer, or even donate if it's possible, all that will contribute to the conservation, directly, directly to the conservation of the African penguins. That's amazing research that you have done. And also, like you said, there's so many uh, places and organizations that people can get into contact with to start helping and, and also bringing more awareness to this issue. And what is it that your research in particular, what is it that you hope that your research will achieve long-term uh, with regards to the conservation of um, wildlife species, particularly the African penguins? I think we're, that we have contributed um, with, a, one, with a, one important area uh, of expertise that that is a, a normal threat for for animal species and it's very relevant nowadays because we are in a changing world where experiences experiencing changes in the environment um, well of course we all know what is happening now with the pandemic and with the virus so uh, in a changing world diseases and out, out, outbreaks of diseases and parasites are are very expected and they can threat all lives and the lives of many animal species. So I think that 
in all research related to um, discovering the the parasites associated with with the species and the environmental factors that can affect those loads of parasites are highly relevant uh, and now more than ever because we need to understand what are these factors in order to uh, make informed decisions and take actions. Thank you so much, Dr. Masala, for joining us today. Your research is really amazing and thanks for bringing awareness to the conservation of uh, our seabird and African penguins in, in the country. So thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for inviting me. And um, I hope that more people can get involved in conservation and acknowledge everything, how lucky we are to, to be living with, with these animals uh, in, in our same environment. And, and thank you very much for promoting the, um, the research in our university. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow all the latest Stellenbosch University news at www.sun.ac.za or follow us on all the largest social media platforms.